So I'm now just making my way through the expansive grounds of Macquarie University. I'm here to find a good friend, Kieran Hanna, who did an honours at UTS in medical science. And that's been his pathway into getting into a medical science degree here. So it'd be really interesting to see what his experience was like compared to ours, if I can find him. Why does a university need a fountain? Actually, there's probably an ecological purpose for that fountain. The water looks pretty murky. Just on a side note, perhaps there's a remediation site here at Macquarie University. Okay, I just saw a PC2 lab, so we must be getting warmer. Hello, hello. Sorry, that's a bit of a venture around. It's all right. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty big. If you don't go through there, you won't find us. But that... That floor's where I am. That's the hospital, and they're the clinics. Like these, like fake practice rooms where you can like practice things. So I practice in being a puncher. Just so. Practice a what? Putting needles in people and Ooh. taking blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. Let me tell you, it's surprisingly easy. Jinkies. Cue the intro. When I first started, I didn't really know what it was like. Can you confirm for me what the difference is? I feel like a lot of people aren't super clear on what it is as well. It's not just class, you know, it's not someone's there like to help you, like you're driving everything. Trump's going to find my paper and use it as like a climate change doesn't exist. <laughs> Painful yet enjoyable and life changing. There you go. That's my five words. <laughs> Would you have five words to sum up your your research project that you did in honours? So do you mean kind of like the project itself or the experience? Yeah, so the project. Okay, uh, five words. Uh, oh, AQ complex bacterial spore formation. That's my five <laughs> words. Okay, can we try five words of the experience? Oh, the experience. Five is too many, I feel. Painful yet enjoyable and life-changing. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. So I'm Kieran. I'm a second-year medical student at Macquarie University at the moment. Uh, so I did... I had a background in a year and a half of uh, biomedical engineering. And then I moved to an undergrad of medical science. And after that, so two years ago now, and after my undergrad, I did an honours with the Rodriguez lab. So that's in the I3 Institute, if you know about that. Okay. And the research in I3 is broadly about... So broadly, oh, I forgot what the I3 stands for, but it's like immunology. It's basically like bacterial science, molecular biology, immunology, uh, that kind of stuff. So bacteria and antibodies, you can imagine. Um, so Kieran and I actually met in engineering and <laughs> we both decided, no, nah, we're going to move to science. How come you chose to do an honours over, say, something like a master's research? Uh, honestly, I chose the honours because it was only one year and I needed it for to help the GPA for medicine entry, is the honest reason. Uh, with hindsight, if I was to know I wasn't going to get into medicine, I don't know if I'd change my mind necessarily. Uh, I know Chris would prefer an honours. So Chris was my supervisor, Chris Rodriguez. Uh, he prefers honours kids going into PhD versus masters into honours into PhD. Do you know why that is? I don't know why. I think I think he prefers the idea of having someone from a year, and if they perform well, 
them keeping them on for three years uh, versus confirming that they're locking in a PhD or, you know what I mean, doing a full two-year master's. So it's kind of like the supervisors are testing the water with their, their students. Yeah, a little bit like trial by fire, I guess. You know, if you survive the year, you can survive three more. But uh, also he is of the opinion that, like, generally you should go to as many labs as you can and as many different, like, subspecialties of what you want to do. So if you've got to be a microbiologist, you can work with spores and then you can go on to work with pathogen uh, bacteria then you can go on to work with antibodies as an example okay so you've had like a, well okay I was watching you in my first year of masters watching you and Benny do your honors you guys were there really late at night doing hardcore hours uh, what was like an average day for you during your honors oh so an average day so oh, I don't know when I'd wake up but I'd probably get to uni between sort of 9 and 10 would be an average day uh, if it was a day with a meeting, meetings normally occurred somewhere about 10 o'clock or 12 and they go for about an hour and a half, two hours, depending on the day, I guess. But if there was no meetings, you generally, or even if there was meetings, you'd start up your cultures. So with bacteria, you've got to let them grow before you can do anything with them. So you'd generally start up a culture and uh, depending on the experiment you get, you probably wait about between four and six hours. Uh, then when the cells have sort of developed, uh, you'd then start your experiment. So for example, if you want to take the DNA out of them for an analysis, you do that, it takes about four hours after you've done that. So oh, that'd be a finish around five or six o'clock. Uh, if you did imaging, you'd have to take it out, start another culture and go through that process and that's about an eight o'clock finish. And you look at them under the microscope kind of as they die, is the best way to describe it. <laughs> So that's a lot of lab work. Did you, you spend most of your time in the lab? By far, yeah. So uh, I think as a percentage, I'd say I did 85 to 90% of my honours was in lab. Uh, I wrote my thesis in about three weeks at home. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and there was an introductory, it was essentially like a literature review tagged alongside with some methods and then a presentation. That happened in March, and so I think I spent about two or three weeks on that as well. Yeah. But outside of that, it was nothing but lab work every day. Holy smokes. So that's really different to what I've had to do, is that we have like, you know, on times in the lab and then off times, and also I haven't really had to spend, only by choice to have to spend nights, like, like late at night in the lab. So that's crazy. Um, <laughs> and that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you about it, because yeah, you had very intense experience. Knowing that how much work it was, uh, would you do it again? Well, I think a big factor for me, to be honest, was having Benny there, because we were kind of like the duo of trouble. <laughs> Between me and Benny, we only have about three brain cells. So, like, it made it a lot more interesting in lab, and we had a lot more fun. Uh, if it was by myself, it'd probably be a lot more of a struggle to put in those kind of hours. This point has cropped up quite a bit. I can't tell you how important it is to have lab buddies around for when you make mistakes so you can prop each other up. What advice would you give to current students in third year? Oh, look, if it was myself, I'd tell myself to try harder because I'd only really started trying the year before my honours, which was like fifth year. But uh, I guess if you're third year, and it depends on what you want to do, right? If you want to get into medicine and change the whole world or you want to become a Harvard level researcher, you've got to put in the hours and you know you need to put in the hours. But if you want to do an honours, don't push yourself as hard as what you think you need because most supervisors will take you based on your lab experience. And 
especially if you want to go into a PhD or some form of science-based career, do a research project with one of your supervisors. I know my sister did one, and if I wanted to do research, it'd be an absolutely fantastic way. Gives you, puts your name out there, gets your foot in the door, and gives you better experience in sitting behind a textbook, reading and looking and being in the lab doing experiments you hardly know how to do. So your supervisor sounds pretty, like, up there. Um, how did you line up getting him as your supervisor? I got lucky, is the long story short. Uh, so I first met him, I don't know what they're called, but it was sort of like a showcase night where they had all the, all the you know, medical science honours. Oh yeah, I think I was there. Yeah, were you? Oh, yeah, I think so. Lol. Yeah, I thought it was only med sci, but I don't know. I remember going to one information night. Yeah, because there was one, but I only saw sort of bacterial project or like. Yeah, I remember you know, being mostly medical and then like could, one corner for environment. Yeah, that could have been that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that and I met Chris. And frankly, if you ever speak to the man, you'll know immediately what I'm talking about. His brain is massive. And so speaking to him, I was like, yeah, I'll learn a lot from this guy. And so I met up with him for a. So like just a discussion. We just talked about the project for an hour and a half. And he was like, yep, I'm happy to have you. And I was like, I'm keen to do it. And so we did it. I think that's actually like a kind of what other people have been saying too. It's like, I was lucky. that, But I think you do have to put yourself out there to actually ask. Oh, <laughs> Which 100%. you did. Yeah, like yeah. You, if I didn't speak to him in the first place, right, and get details, if I didn't send him an email, right, you've got to make yourself known. But, you know, you've got to do something you love. And I enjoyed what he did. And, you know. It's a transaction too. Like, don't think that you have to take you know, the first one that comes to you. Yeah, I think I sat through three, three interviews, and one of them, I'll tell you what, I glazed over immediately. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's good to know, like, that you can, some people won't be the right fit. You did your undergrad at UTS, and mm. then you did your honours at UTS, and now you're at Macquarie University. How, what helps, well, if a student wanted to choose, like, a course at a different university, what would be the process in choosing? Like, how did you choose to come to uh, Macquarie? Uh, well, Macquarie is a bit easy for me because med school, I don't know if any of you will apply, but it's very much like you pick your preferences and you base it on what marks you get. And if you're lucky, they say yes. Right. You know, and you generally choose, like, you know, I wouldn't like to leave Sydney as an example, but so Sydney unis are my top preference. Right, yeah. So right. it's a little bit simple, but I do know in terms of research, I know a couple of people who I work with so I work in pathology and a couple of people I work with did their honours uh, at UCID, for example, and they did undergrad at UTS. I think, I think if you're going to change unis, you need to be much more familiar with uh, the labs that you apply to. So what they do exactly and uh, I get like a bit general advice, but what kind of culture they have in lab, whether it's working late hours. It's a bit hard to judge that without knowing someone in the lab directly, but if you don't know anyone, I'd say know what projects they run, what kind of research they output, so like what kind of papers, if it's in Nature and big reviews, or and I guess like what experiments they typically run. So like in a spore culture lab, you're obviously going to be making spores that takes hours and hours, and you know you're expected to read in between them. But some, I know some people who you get in, you make a human cell culture, boom, you're microscoping it in the next hour, you know. Yeah. So it's a lot more immediate lab work. It separates a bit. So I guess it's like, what do you want? And then look into like what each lab entails. So it's less so about the department as a whole. Because I know the I3 is an example. is like world leading. Mm. And if you're going to pick a department, you'd pick them. But it's more important for you to pick a lab and a supervisor you like. That's good advice. Such good advice that I'm going to bring it home. Break it down now.
It's more important. It's more important. It's more important. It's more important for you to pick a lab and a supervisor you like. Has there been a research highlight? Highlight? Oh. I honestly was just submitting it and getting a good bark back. Mate, actually, probably more so doing the presentations and such. And what's been one of the biggest whoopsies moments? You had so many hours in the lab. Oh, I like contaminated like every culture I had for the first three months. So I had to redo all of those experiments for like three months worth. So you had to do another three months to catch up? Oh no, I just had to stay late at night. Oh, ouch. Without knowing the intimate details of bacterial sort of science, once you kind of have the cultures, imaging them is much easier. Right. So that's just, uh, it might take three months to get to that point, but to do all the imaging again, it's only like two or three weeks. Yeah. Versus, uh, yeah, like it's a lot of work, but you know, three months hasn't gone down the drain. You already have the strange you want to look at. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. How do you compare the start of your research degree versus the end in terms of either like personal development or, you know, finding that you can do a lot more? Um, well, I guess like knowledge. I mean, like obviously you learn things over your degree and I learn a lot about spores, but like being under Chris, who is like a superhuman, essentially, like changed me in ways I can't even describe. So it made me hecka organised. You know, every day you have a to-do list and you like break it down by hours. There's a point where we were sending Chris like daily, our daily plan for the week on a Monday for him to approve, right? And so obviously like those kind of organisational skills, which I never had in undergrad. Do you still use those? Oh, 100%. I, like I'm not as good as what I was, yeah. but... Yeah, like, especially as you can imagine, like, studying meds a lot of hours and knowing what to study and when to study and how to in incorporate it into what you already know, that, a lot of that came from that year. What's the plan after you finish your, um, your degree here? In a bit of debate at the moment whether I want to be a cardiologist or an anesthesiologist, but that'll kind of come, I'll go out, I'll do my internship, do my advanced training and kind of see where that takes me. But the plan is one of those two. Did you have that in mind when you started? Oh, cardiology, 100%, but anesthesiologist kind of... I scrubbed in for a surgery once, and uh, the anesthesiologist was like, oh, come with me, we'll do, a, we'll do a nerve block. So we did a nerve block together, and I had an absolutely incredible time. So... That was a sentence I thought I'd never hear. What did you do to, like, wind down? Did you have a life? Oh, no, is the short answer. Uh, I probably was working, like, between 60 and 80 hours a week, depending on what stage of the project. Uh, so I put on heaps of weight, which was great fun. But honestly, well, like really putting research down and then picking up something else. So whether that could be like honestly just going and watching a movie and really forgetting about what you have to do, that was really good, valuable time. But I think honours especially, maybe less so masters, you're probably better at talking about that, Annie, but mm. honours is stressful and it's built to be a stressful year. Yeah. And you, it's like, it's a trial by fire. Yeah. So I imagine it, if you did a master's or a PhD, it'd be much different to that. You'd have a lot more time to relax. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to add? Uh, not particularly. Good luck to all the students, I guess. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kieran, for, <laughs> for um, participating and giving your very different experience about research. That's okay. I hope all your Enviro kids get P pluses, A plus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And thus concludes our first ever season of HDR What? 
We learnt that if you're thinking about moving to a new uni, make sure you do a lot of research into the lab and the supervisor. Make sure you know what the experiment process will be like, how many hours you'll be spending in the lab. Many research experiences are different, and Kieran's one was fairly full on with a lot of lab work, but he got a lot out of it. And who knew a nerve block can be a great time? If you have any follow-up questions about getting into research, please get in touch, I'd love to help you out. And uh, if you liked the podcast, leave a rating. That is, a, I think that's a thing. They always ask you to leave a rating on a podcast, so that'd be awesome. Okay, we can see, we can see, we can see.